0: What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and we have a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the Ovechkin contract, Samsonov's contract, and a little bit of world, cha- world women's world championships. But first, I've to tell you that the NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't miss offer for Week One. Bet just one dollar on any NFL game during the first week of the season to receive. $200 in free bets instantly no matter what. Take advantage of this limited time to offer now. You heard right. Gra- DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make... Every game, a big game, with same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet on week one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Again, $200, $200, sign up now, $1, that's all you're wagering, THPN is the code, DraftKings Sportsbook, download it now, thank us later, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details, gambling problem call 800 Gambler in Indiana, one with it This is the official Capture Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, every way. What's going on, Caps fans? Me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? Not much, Polly. I think I'm getting my sea legs back, in the sense of I'm now able to function normally with the podcasting.
1: Well, I'm proud
0: of you for that. (laughs) Captions, we've got a great episode today. We're going to be talking about a little bit of a deep dive into, you know, more like just bullshitting about Ovechkin's new contract. We're going to be talking about Samsonov's uh, new contract and a little bit of the Women's World Championships. So, I think we should just pop tabs and get into it. What do you think, Polly? Yeah. One, two, three. All right. So, I mean, what do you want to – you want to start with the world championships because it's like super – like, I mean, recent and prevalent right now?
1: Yeah. So, Team USA Jersey, uh, Michael Rizzioni, you know, Classic. Classic. Um so we're recording Sunday night like we always do and we were updating during the show uh, on Monday's show yeah. as Team USA got a 3 nothing win over Finland um at the time of the recording they are 2 and 0 tied with Canada in the the group so most likely whoever wins the group will be the winner of Canada USA. Um, <clears throat> of note, goal number three was a, uh, a nice goal by Hillary Knight. She got a feed in front. She was battling. She caught the pass with her skate and then banged it home. And I mean, really, she was fighting off two defenders. And that gave her her 44th career goal in world championships. Which has tied her with Cami Gran- Granado for the most all time. So,
0: it is likely. Period. Most all time ever.
1: In women's worlds, yes. Yeah. So, uh, it is highly likely that she will leave this tournament the Wayne Gretzky of World Championships. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's exciting. Congratulations, Hillary Knight. They will have played the Russian Olympic Committee by the time this drops and when this drops it is game day versus Canada. And then qualifying starts. Well go USA. Absolutely. I mean this core of this team has been on fire for like eight years.
0: Yeah, probably like the longest standing best US team in the last decade.
1: Yeah, I mean they they've won the last 5 world championships, the last 4 four nations, and then the last two olympics they have a silver and a gold. Right. I mean just complete dominance and the next olympics is coming up, so chance for two more golds and I think it's very like likely.
0: That's awesome. Good stuff, man. Go you, go Team USA. Yeah, absolutely. It's our, it's our most radical form of patriotism, I'd say on this podcast. Oh,
1: USA yeah. Hockey. My definitely my largest source of USA pride.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, Hillary Knight's a beast. She's, I mean, if you follow her on Instagram killing it all the time in the workout videos.
1: Absolutely. She does some, some crazy stuff, and uh, it's inspirational.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no
1: doubt. And she's pretty pretty funny, too, some of her videos. Polly's like, in love, basically. <laughs> yeah. Polly loves her. I mean, she looks like she's a real goofball with the team, having fun.
0: Yeah. You know, the way it Who's, should be. Is she wearing the C? She's never been like a – she's been an A,
1: I think she's had a C at times. I'm watching her go through the handshake line right now. And they cut out before I saw her jersey. Um,
0: One second here. Typical. Typical.
1: Yeah. It looked like an A. I feel like she's almost always had the A.
0: Yeah.
1: And if she's had the C... It was for, like, one tournament.
0: Gotcha. Well, speaking of C, the Washington Capitals have re-signed Alexander Ovechkin, if you haven't heard, for $9.5 million a year for five years. I call this a team-friendly deal. Now, to review the drama behind it, the Capitals did not come to an agreement pre draft, which was 3D chess, big brain shit by uh, Brian McClellan there, to just say, look, we're not going to sign you until after, because you're a UFA, until after the expansion draft, which is, I mean, the foresight, amazing. Absolutely. And the reason they did that is because as a UFA, he would not have to be protected, though there would always be the risk that the Kraken could offer him 20 million a year or whatever, something crazy. But there had to be some sort of like handshake verbal agreement between the caps and Ovi that they would just, that he would, even if he were to be a Kraken for like five days, he would still sign test free agency and still sign with the caps if that were to happen. So the Kraken just didn't, didn't even try it, which they shouldn't have. That's smart. Um, a few days later, the Capitals come to an agreement. And, you know, a little bit more deep into this is that Ovechkin represented himself. There's no agent involved. Uh, Backstrom did a similar thing. And it was all about, you know, honestly, for the player, not having to pay an agent their 10% fee. So the Capitals enjoyed a 10% discount right off the top.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one way to motivate yourself to take less money.
0: Right. You don't have to pay somebody else. It goes in your pocket. So really the number that the team, I bet Ovechkin actually is making a little bit more this contract than he was before.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, for sure.
0: Right, because he has no agent fees. He negotiated them all himself. And this is only obviously pertinent for players who are very comfortable with their team and what's going to happen in their future. Many players do not, most players do not have this luxury. I mean, obviously, Backstrom and Ovi did, but they won the cup and then it was just basically like, okay, whatever you want, you can stay.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, they gave them a theoretical blank check, not just money-wise, but whatever you want for the rest of your career
0: right and I think that this is gonna basically end his contract's gonna end when Backstrom's does so I like it I mean obviously there was some back like there's been collusion if you will yeah (laughs) which is good it I mean you know whenever you hear collusion or like players getting together it's always like in a negative light like for with the NBA which is a joke league you know like when players get together, it's bad for the for the sport because basically it's all the good players going to play with each other. Well, within the rules, but, you know, whatever. Um, so I love to see, I guess, the Capitals play the system a little bit here to their benefit.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's a flat cap. It's a flat cap era. So we have to continually remind ourselves that Nobody's getting paid. You know, I obviously, when, when we were, I mean, I've said it a hundred times, I thought Ovi was going to ask for $13 million. He wanted McDavid money, and he had every right to it. But I'm so glad that he took what, I, what I'm calling here, I mean, nine and a half against Cap, that's a team-friendly deal, dude. Especially because he's got a chance to break the goal record in the red, white, and blue. Right, so it's like thirty three goals a year he has to average. What if he comes out and scores like sixty <sighs> that's <laughs> just nut. yeah nut. I, I probably shouldn't have made that noise, but that <laughs> that was real, that was organic god damn i would I would love it um, you know, look, you can't deny that these players, backstrom and ovi, even though backstrom seem he came out last season, he looked like he was like twenty years younger. You, you can't deny that these guys have lost a little bit of a step. You know, you don't see Ovi going coast to coast much anymore, dang, you know, and just power move outside, inside and burying, you know, like he, like he used to. But he's still a viable option. He always changes it up. Every time anybody says, like, oh, well, he only stands on the, on the circle, top of circles and, uh, and, you know, on the power play and just gets fed. First of all, we, we, we've said this a hundred times, like, that is a skill within itself. How do you not respect that everyone knows it's coming and he still scores? But as of recent, I've seen Ovi kind of go closer to the goal line. Have you noticed that, Paulie? Yeah. He's been
1: getting down there, mixing it up, playing dirty. Yeah. You know, and you would think in his old age he would avoid that. Right. But, you know, he He's hungry he wants it and to me that's hungry for goals and hungry for wins
0: yeah um i would say that nah uh, i mean the it, it's very much uh, within the realm of possibility that uh OV breaks the record. I mean, that's that's a reality. Yeah, I would say. But at the same time, like that's the whole goal. That's 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 what he signed on for. You know, I think there was a poll, and it did you did you put the poll out, Paulie? Like, um, about like who, what would Caps fans find more uh, fulfilling? OV breaking the record or more cups. And I think that they were at one point with all, cups was winning. I think
1: I did one of those. I think Nova also did. Mm. Um,
0: Nova caps. Shout out.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I commented on their tweet and I said, it'd be a different story if they hadn't won a cup yet, right. but since they've won the cup, this, I think, would be a bigger deal. Because I've said this before, and some people probably hate it. Yeah. Somebody wins the cup every year. Every year. But, I mean, since, you know, Gordy Howe, he set the record decades ago. Took, couple de- cook, took a couple decades. Right. Gretzky breaks it. If Ovi breaks it, I don't know if it gets broken again. Yeah uh and it, all those highlights
0: are rocking the red that's true and of the Washington Capitals an expansion team you know i mean it's been 40 years around since anybody's even sniffed it it's always just been like he's the Wayne Gretzky is the great one yeah he is the unequivocal Goat. There's nobody that's ever going to touch it. And for the past couple years, Ovi's been, like, sneaking up pretty quickly. hmm You know, Ovi's never going to be the, I guess, like, uh, assist getter in which Gretzky was. Or no, the, the He's ultimate. not going to
1: touch his points.
0: Right. And I don't
1: think anybody will. No, I think even if he hadn't scored any goals... Gretzky would still lead points? Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: That's ridiculous. Right. And so, you look... But, you know, we've gone through this trope a million times. There's two assist getters for every goal. There's only one goal scorer ever. Right. Right. And, And the stat line. So... I think that goals are a lot more prevalent. Like not trying to detract from Gretzky's record here. I mean, you're right. Like if he never would have scored a goal, he'd still smoke everybody's tits off when it comes to points. That's absolutely insane. And I mean, it's by hundreds. It's not even. It's not like by like twenty or thirty. It's hundreds here. Yeah. Um. You know, and I, I just, I would, I need to see this. I. <laughs> Alright, so let me, let me give you a a scenario. Backstrom retires after his contract, right? Yep. Ovi's like 30 goals away, 20 goals away, 20 goals away from, from, oh God, getting the, the record.
1: I think I know where this is going.
0: How many years, well, how many years do you think it would take at that time? So at this point, Ovi's, like, you know, he's like 40. How many years do you think it takes for Ovi to do it? And does he sign or does he go to KHL?
1: I mean, if he's that close, you gotta think he's, gotta he's it got to get. He's got twenty
0: fucking goals. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I I think it's a lock. I think that they're their hat. You know, knock on wood. Barring any crazy injuries, and you know, we saw Ovi. You know, he was he was a little banged up this this shortened season, but an eight two game season. You know, I suspect that, and 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 then you know, the Olympics again. That's a huge thing this season. Yeah, right. Does Ovi go play in the Olympics?
1: You know, I feel like he would want to. Yeah, but then also, I wonder if his age will. Make him not want to.
0: Right. Well, we've seen Ovechkin opt out of the All-Star game and take the suspensions Yeah, for the past, like, what, three years, probably.
1: I mean, I think if, if the cup looks realistic at that point of the season, he would probably love a two-week break. But then also, he may look at this as his last chance. To play for Russia in Olympics, so that's very be, true. That might be a I can't pass this up.
0: But here's the thing: it's it's not going to be Russia, right? It's still going to be the, repush, rep, the Russian rep- committee or whatever.
1: Yeah, but he'd still have a Russian gold in his heart.
0: Yeah, and I think that everybody knows that's still Russia.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything about it is Russia. They just can't put it on their jersey.
0: All right, thanks, Icarus.
1: And I think it might—they <laughs> might have to be privately funded, but like Ovi could just pay for the whole team. Yeah, or
0: not. I mean, that's not going to happen because it's no. like a million Russian oligarch. Well, yeah. the Russian oligarchy is going to pay for it. But I mean, it's interesting. Do you? Th- I'm I'm wondering if if Ovi goes to the Olympics this year.
1: I can see why he wouldn't, but I would bet on yes.
0: So all of that, and he still breaks the record, if if it happens. Madness, dude. Yeah. You
1: know, I will say this. If Team USA doesn't get gold, I hope Obi does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's been turmoil a little bit in the whole, in, in the Russian, uh, I guess, hierarchy of coaching and, like, ideology and, like, what's going on. Because the Russian teams in the past two or three Olympics have not been very good.
1: No. And it, well, I mean, they won the last one. But it's kind of shitty. They finally win another goal. And it's as the Olympic athletes from Russia. Right, right. And Ovi's not there.
0: And there was no NHL. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: yeah, Kovalchuk,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kiprovsov, yeah. So, I, I mean, when I'm saying like when when NHL players are invited, the, the the Russian team has not been that great.
1: No, yeah, they've definitely, yeah. I mean, it's been three or four Olympics. I mean, it's been all U.S., Canada, Finland, Sweden,
0: right. So, we'll see. I, I I mean, it's – anyways, about the goal record, though. Like, he's got to do it. He's got to. Oh, yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> we need it.
0: I need it. Just pump that right into my veins, man. Like, you've, you've got – I'd mainline that shit. Um, Free fall. I think that – so, tell me, what do you think DC looks like when he does it? Do you want to go? If he gets to that point. We should go to D.C., dude.
1: You think we could afford those tickets?
0: No, but I don't don't care. I'll just go cruise around Chinatown. They're going to be, like, doing things outside. There has to be. Yeah. Leon's just won't let this go without a big fucking wallabaloo.
1: What if he breaks it in Columbus? We could be at that.
0: That would be cool. For us. Yeah, for us.
1: But not for the highlight.
0: I'd love to see it in Pittsburgh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think... My the way I would enjoy him breaking it would be a snipe coming down the right side, short side glove goal. <laughs> that's that's what I would like to see.
0: Yeah. I mean because what it was like uh seven hundred was just like a tap in. Well it was like a I mean it was a great play, but it was just like him in front. Well but like seven hundred was a feet from behind the goal line, he was like near the
1: dot and he sniped it.
0: Oh, okay. Six six hundred was against New Jersey.
1: Was gritty. I yeah. think they were no seven hundred was New Jersey. Okay, six hundred was like a a gritty battle in front, and he tapped it in.
0: Gotcha. I mean, what a versatile goal scorer! I it, I think that I think the NHL wants this too, though. Oh yeah, because. It shows progression in the sport.
1: I mean, think about it. They've been all about Ovi and Crosby all this time. Right. So, Crosby, at the very least... Who's
0: a putt. He hasn't accomplished anything.
1: Yeah. He's going to retire with three Stanley Cups, and then (laughs) he'll probably be near the top ten all-time points. Right. And then, if Ovi could break the record at the same time, like... That would be like Sally Sosa and Mark yeah. McGuire for twenty years.
0: All of the market, all of the shitty marketing that the NHL has done is f- not for naught, right? It's for yeah. real.
1: they would be, would be validated. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, I love the contract. I'm going to be honest. Like, I thought he was going to get more to basically have the same exact cap hit. That would be amazing. That That's what it is. But, like, you know, if, if obviously, you know, smoke in the crack pipe. If Ovi were to take five for five, man, that would blow the, the quote-unquote window of winning a Stanley Cup wide open again, right? It would. You know, we'd have a lot of flexibility and, and we could make moves. But at the same time, like, this is the money that he's owed you know, fuck the whole trope of you shouldn't pay for past performance. It happens all the time in the NHL. This is actually true past performance. that should be paid for. Yeah. I agree with this, but I guess this is a good segue. What is not good past performance is paying a goaltender term at a high rate in which we all know caps fans that never happens in DC, which is what, keeps us competitive is we get our goalies on the cheap and that's unfortunately why Holby had to you know did not get re-signed but you know Ilya Simpsonov, 2 million one year I love this contract the kid needs to fucking figure it out and perform and deliver hold on I just
1: I have one more O V thing okay okay a little quiz here yeah out of his current, you
0: fucked up my whole entire. That was a good segue, and you fucked it all it up. It was. We'll, we'll, we'll not. We won't. We won't
1: dwell on it. <laughs> Out of his seven hundred and thirty goals, mm-hmm. how many are shorthanded? None. See, that would be more impressive. <laughs> but the answer is four.
0: It was close.
1: Yeah. It was close. I, I was kind of hoping it'd be none.
0: Yeah, because
1: he's not going to get any
0: more. I, I would think like if he was shorthanded, it was probably like an empty netter. Isn't PK?
1: I think he played some PK um, early, early on,
0: early like Bruce Boudreaux days.
1: Yeah, and I think I think didn't Reardon him give him some PK time?
0: Like maybe ten seconds left on the power play and end of a game. Yeah, but or yeah, okay. Let's anyways. let's go back to your really great transition. Yeah. Oh well, now okay. Well, now it's not such a great segue. But anyways, Ilya Samsonov, two million a year. Love this contract. You're a hater. You don't like Samsonov, do you? I'm not a hater. I you're just- a hater.
1: I think VTech deserves the net.
0: I do too. He's he's done everything right. In you know, unbelievable luck for him to get injured. Which they said was like a groin strain or something. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully it's not anything more. But to have that happen to him first game of the playoffs, I mean you you saw when, when they changed nets, like Craig Anderson just looks at him and just like shakes his head like and shrugs his shoulders like, fuck me. Like, you know, just shitty. Um, it's a
1: good thing we signed him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> which and you so you you know, Polly, it's funny because you were one hundred percent underdog in the in between the pipes for the Washington Capitals. You loved Craig Anderson. I said he was gonna get cut, he was just there for competition and camp. You said he was gonna get signed, he got signed. Uh, and then you were like, he's actually a viable option. I was like, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. And you shoved that right up my hoop. So,
1: my support and faith
0: in Craig Anderson... Yeah, well, where did that come from? Where the fuck did he...
1: why I'm a good fantasy hockey manager.
0: You actually are a good fantasy hockey manager, and yeah. it fucking irks the fuck out of me. <laughs> but
1: I'm, I'm brutal in fantasy football. Yeah. I think I've done three seasons... And I've never been better than second to last.
0: That's because football is all based on luck and and for dumb people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And (laughs) I draft quarterbacks, and I guess running backs and receivers are what you're supposed to draft.
0: Yeah, two tight ends. Two. You got to do the tight ends. I love me a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyways, all I'm saying here is that, like, Ilya Samsonov is on the chopping block. I think this is actually like a this is a you know second strike warning. Yeah, he gets two million this year, which is fine. But when he's an RFA, you could have bridged him for three. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just opted for two for one, two million for one. Love yeah. it. So it's, it's a statement. Like, that's a statement number. Yeah,
1: it's like all right, kid. If you got it, do it now.
0: If you got it, double your fucking money next year. Yeah. But if you don't, hit the fucking road. You're still vi I mean, they would still have his rights, so they'd still like get a low pick for him, maybe like a second or third rounder if he completely shits the bed. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I, I love it. I-, I think that McClellan has done such a good job with his team. You know, we've had we've had we really have had the luxury of good GMs, you know. George McPhee was a good GM, at least in the past, you know, 10 years. You know, we won't talk about Philip Forsberg. <laughs> but but aside from that folly, I mean, I think he made the right business decisions. Except, he, and, and, you know, we went through it. Like, our huge struggle was linchpin of the Stanley Cup Lars Eller. Finding that second line center who's going to be that guy was so hard. Or in that third line center, I, I should say. You know, like Kuznetsov came over. That's good, but like, where are you going to plug the hole in the third line center? You have to have it, and then Lars Eller fit in beautifully. And then in the Cup run, if you, if you don't remember, I mean, Lars Backstrom was hurt for a few games, and Lars Eller came in and had like fucking two point nights. Love it, right? You gotta love you gotta love that stuff. But back to Samsonov. I mean, what are your projections this year? What do you think?
1: Um. I'm inclined to think they're going to be pretty close to half and half.
0: Right. So, okay. Well, wait, wait. So, out of camp. Out of camp, right? So, camp's huge, right? This is where all of the coaches get a look. This is where things, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road. Out of camp, do you think they announce a starter? Yes. And who is it?
1: I think... There's going to be pressure from management to make it Samsonov.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy they're paying. I agree. Yeah. I so agree. I, I think but, unless, but, there's a
1: but. Well, unless Vtech blows him out of the water in camp, I think Samsonov is going to be the starter, but Vtechs going to play a lot. Of
0: so, Samsonov comes in like 20 pounds overweight and just ugly... I agree, yeah that Vtech well, I think VTech will be the starter imagine imagine this Samsonov comes in so ugly that he gets he's just waved. <laughs> Good God, that's just like uh you know and so here's the broader quest you know we have we have a couple question marks in, on the on the Washington Capitals team right now Kuznetsov and Samsonov, the two Russians. Uh, who are not they are have superstar capability, but have not shown it right because on the on the uh in the doghouse for the past couple seasons after winning the cup. We saw his brilliance in the cup, probably could have won the con smite, but you know, you're gonna give that to Ovi because it's his first cup. Like, why the fuck would you not? I agree with all that, like, I get it, but since then. Kuznetsov has had so many personal troubles. All these things, I am, you know, we we talked. I was glad that we kept Kuznetsov, because we're never going to get him, get him, or even like a something close to him on the free agency market, or on a trade, right now, because centers are incredibly valuable, and. You know, we'd have to sell the farm even more so than we do every year because we are always win now, at least in this window, uh, to be a competitor. I don't. I just. I think we'd have to give up too much of actual NHL talent and draft picks to get rid of Kuznetsov's cap. He does become an expensive player when he's not performing, but you know, if he scores thirty goals and has you know sixty points, he becomes a little bit better. But we really want to see him score like. 40 goals and have, like, 70, 80, 90 points. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's the guy we know.
0: Right. That's the one we want. Um, And with Samsonov, I mean, you know, a lot lot can be said about how Ovi yelled at him during the playoffs when he had that terrible play, but that was, like, a big miscom. You know, Carl Osner was on the pod talking about how that shit happens and just, like, when it happens in a big moment, that's the fucking worst, right? Yeah. You know, um, I think, I agree. I think out of camp, Samsonov becomes a starter. Unless he comes in, like I said, nightmare situation, 20 pounds overweight and didn't even think about hockey in the offseason. Vitek, though, is an incredible backup what i would and so what you were getting at what i see actually happening throughout the the majority of the season is a 60-40 split for Samsonov Samsonov, Samsonov to VTech yeah um that's probably more realistic like a Holpe Grubauer situation during the cup run
1: yeah and given this contract and just kind of the excitement that the, or the expectations yeah. that the organization has for Sammy, I think you're right.
0: And look, I agree with Oli Kolzig saying that Samsonov shows so many flashes of brilliance in which he could be the next Vasilevsky. I think that that's probably. I think that's accurate. I think Simpsonov needs to figure his shit out personally and and decide if this is the thing that he's going to do, be a hockey player or not. Uh if he does make the right decision, which is well, at least for caps fans. If he does make the right decision and and says, "Yeah, I want to be a hockey player," then he can do it. He can be that fucking guy. But but you know, there's always that huge but. And goaltenders are voodoo. Nobody really knows.
1: Yeah, they're wild cards.
0: I will say this, though. The way that the team is set up right now, he's going to be busy. He's going to have a lot of work ahead of him. He's going to see a lot of shots night in, night out. Um, depends on what Laviolette likes. I think that this is the year that Laviolette actually has his time with the Caps, right? Like, he can do a camp. Hopefully, a long, you know, side note, get fucking vaccinated. But if he has that like ability to have the boys out get them out for camp have a true training camp work his system because i saw f- so many good things about how laviolette structures his team and how they play the game i loved it you know get this get out of the zone as quickly as possible don't worry about if it goes deep if it goes deep uh you fucking go go get the cu- puck back and if it doesn't work out for you we've got a good neutral zone trap and then we're structured really well on our own end i like it i like it a lot so you know and we had steph bernard on he was like you're not going to tell these guys like anything new this is just a change in style and, and a reiteration of how to play good defensive hockey right so if the capitals can keep it keep out of the run-and-gun game because I don't think they have that capability anymore. You know, honestly, they're no longer the young guns. They have to play a structured system. They have to play like the Red Wings, you know, the the Red Wings of yore. Uh, and if they can do that, I think the Caps have a good shot going deep in the playoffs. If they can't, you know, even if we miss the playoffs, we're just really worried about Ovi scoring 65. ha <laughs> ha. Yeah,
1: I mean if the choice was playoffs or OV sixty five. Yeah. I'd take OV. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, if he if we knew he was in score sixty five, I'd probably take it too. Uh, Alright, I think we've beat that horse to death. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. You
0: have anything else to add there, Polly?
1: Um No, I think
0: what about a thank you to all of the Cavs fans who have stuck with us this summer?
1: Yeah, you know, you're right. Thank you, uh, everyone, who keeps tuning in, following our social. We we took some time off. Hopefully you enjoyed the backup stuff. Um, you know, we just come up with an idea and see what we can go. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate you tuning in, even when there's not that much to talk about.
0: Absolutely, Capstans, and we'll be with you throughout the entire summer and into the new season. Lining up some, hopefully, lining up some good interviews here soon. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just keep chugging along. But until next week, Capstans, thanks for tuning in. Hockey Troll, Poly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly
1: on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on social and the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out. Oh, we're not friends anymore.